All right. Uh, welcome back to the fifth episode of the Washed Athlete Podcast. Uh, so we'll just get right into it. Uh, I know that everybody probably had a good weekend, but I know Andres definitely had a very interesting like week, I guess, because it wasn't really the weekend. But you got a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. The weekend started on Thursday. I, um, Me and my dad have been planning for a while now. We were talking, like, it's been years, actually. We were saying... Um, so next time El Salvador has a World Cup qualifier against the U.S., like we got to go no matter what city it's in. If one's in the U.S., we're just going. And yeah, I got lucky that um, it was in Columbus. And as you know, we go to school in Pittsburgh, so not too far away. I uh, was able to take the bus down there for uh, the, just the day because I went at 1 a.m. on Thursday because it was, yeah, so I went at 1 a.m. on Thursday, which is our first day of in-person classes. So I missed that, but I was like, okay, you know, I have Friday classes, so I'm not trying to miss that day of classes. And um, I was like, I'm going to get a 1 a.m. ticket the next day back. So I did that. I was, so it was 1 a.m. on Thursday and then 1 a.m. on Friday. So it's just a day, you know, two all-nighters, the grind for watching El Salvador play. And, um, yeah, so I guess I'll start talking about the game now. Um, it was at the Lower.com field, which is a brand new field for the Columbus crew. And that is probably the nicest stadium I've ever been in because it's it sits like 20,000. So no matter where you are, like you have a great view of the field. And we were like in the second level, like we were pushing like nosebleeds, but it was still a fantastic view. And, and like it was incredible. And the game, it was a good game because we were heavy underdogs. And um, the U.S., like their roster value probably as a whole is probably like 200 times worth ours. Like Pulisic alone is worth 40 times like our entire squad's value. And we held them to a zero zero in El Salvador. And then it was zero zero up until the half um, against them here. And they ended up scoring like the 51st minute. And then that was the only goal of the game because they, they could not break down our defense. And then Pulisic was also clamped up uh, the fullbacks were the best players I'd say for the U S and then, Weston McKinney had a great game, but no, we, we, it was, it was a really good game. It was back and forth. Uh, our defense looked great and on paper, we should have lost like three Oh, but we kept it to a one Oh. And that was nice. Cause last year, actually, um, after the whole pandemic, uh, the entire Salvador national team hadn't played a single game at all. And we had a friendly against the U S so and it was an exhibition match and it was our B team. Because, yeah, it was our B team versus their C, the USC team. And they ended up winning 6 nothing. So it's progress for going for a 6 nothing in a friendly match to a 1 nothing in a World Cup qualifier. And it was, it was, it was a fun time. It was an experience. That sounds super dope. I just looked up a picture of Lower.com Field, and it is nice as hell. Like, I didn't know yeah. they made MLS stadiums that nice. It's super, super nice. I'm sure they'll play World Cup games there. When, the, when does the U.S. have the World Cup? It's soon, 2026? Yeah, it's 2026. It's the U.S.'s share. It's like a triple host, which is the first time I've ever done that between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Yeah, that's super hype. And U.S. was playing a lot of their guys, too, so to hang in one nothing is, is fun. Um, what was that 52-minute goal like? Because you come off of halftime, and you're like, oh, man, like it's tied. Like We have a shot to like score one goal, park the brakes, and see if we can uh, get a win out, and then you just give up a goal right off the rip. It was it was rough. I was happy at half. Like I was like, all right, we're hanging. It was good. And then 51st minute, uh, keeper gets a save, and then it rebounds off to a guy. It was just 
scra- scrappy as hell, but the guy, uh, Anthony Robinson, scored. It was right in front of him, just placed in the back of the net. You know, he capitalized off a half chance, and that was good for him. But for us, it was rough. I was like, damn it. Right after uh, off half, we were up 0-0. Zero, zero. We were tied 0-0, zero, zero, and then just to go down, I looked at my dad. He just had this serious look on his face. I had that serious look on my face. We are like, man. But, you know, we we didn't give up. I thought we were in it till the very end, but. Nah, I couldn't couldn't get that one goal to tie it up. Yeah, that's super that's super cool. I'm glad you had the opportunity to go. I haven't been to a US match. Um and I want to get out to one. What what was the fan distribution like? How was the oh, El Salvador yeah. represent, representation? So here's the thing. The reason why I was in Columbus as opposed to like uh Texas or LA or Houston, yeah, like something something like that is because they're the Salvadoran fan base is they're a big fan base, especially in like the heavily latin city like populated latin city so like in la like if they played in la the distribution would have been like probably 80 20 salvadoran to us but because they played in columbus which doesn't really have a huge salvadoran population i would say distribution was more towards like a 65 35 because even still the salvadorans they flew out here and and they, they they showed up so it was fun but the i will say the american outlaws like they they were passionate it, it was cool it was a cool experience great atmosphere that seems kind of scubby by like like I guess strategic aid kind of scubby by the U.S. then to like place it in a spot that they know there won't be as high a percentage of people in. Well, I mean it's it's a home match, so I understand that. But what they also did, they put in Columbus because they knew it was going to be cold, and like El Salvador's a pretty it's a warm place, so they did that to work against us. But ultimately, it works against both teams because no one no one wants to play in freezing cold weather. Yeah, and like. Soccer, I mean, I'm not going to say home, having a home field, home pitch doesn't matter, but it's not as big of a deal as a lot of other things. Like, in soccer, you're not really calling plays. It's more of a flow game. Um, and, like, unless it's a penalty kick where there's a lot of noise going on, there's just not it's, not, it's not as big of a deal as, I would say, football, basketball, like, just these other sports. I would not say home, home field matters as much. I don't know. But Andre seems to, to disagree, disagree over there. I, 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 I disagree with that because when they, when, um, the U.S. came to El Salvador. Actually, it was a full uh, stadium, and they were playing like fireworks, and the fans were all screaming. He was deafening, and uh, Gio Reyna, like uh, when the fireworks were going off, he like flinched, and he like he looked out of it. He had the whole game like he's eighteen, but he looked petrified out there. Like he was intimidated by the fans. I mean, sure, but if they're going to be loud and rowdy the whole game, then it goes to both teams. Um. It's not like when the when El Salvador is on offense, they're gonna be like super quiet, and then when the U.S. is on offense, they're gonna be super loud. Like I, I just don't. I think soccer is so much of a flow game that it's not as big of a deal. And obviously, it matters a little bit. You're more comfortable at home, regardless. I'm. I don't know though. So soccer allowed to have different field sizes per like where home or away. Like I know, I know in certain leagues in high school and stuff, they can be within a certain dimension shape. But I don't know about like professional, like friendly international matches. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. There's like you have a range, like it's a small range, but there there's a range. Like you can have like a minimum size field, but it has to be like within that range. Uh, but you can tell the difference when you have a really small field. Oh, yeah. If you have a small smaller field, because even if it's in like four or five feet on each side, it matters a lot. Like, like you get used to being right up on that sideline if you're like an outside wing guy, um, yeah. and that. That short field matters a lot, especially if you got like a quick leg or your quick bursts. It's effective. So no, that sounds super hype. How long is that bus ride? Oh, uh, the bus ride. So there was about 
three and a half hours with like a 15 minute break at some rest area. And then on the way back, it was more like four and a half because some lady got into an argument with the bus driver, which took 20 minutes. She was like, oh, I thought this was going to LA. Why is it going to Pittsburgh? And he was trying to explain to her that it was, that was just a different bus and she just would not listen. And then on top of that, there was a whole snowstorm. So I didn't realize I was just like sitting on my phone, whatever, during the bus. Then we get out the rest area and the ground's covered in snow and it's just like snowing like crazy. I'm like, what the heck? And then, yeah, the bus, like the bus had to go slow, obviously. And so, yeah, definitely took a lot longer to get back, but we made it there and back in one day. I could not take a bus to LA. Like, that's so. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. going. Columbus all the way to Los Angeles just seems <laughs> on a single bus. Yeah. Well, I mean, it stops at stations for like an hour or two, but like, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's just because it's cheaper than people just can't. It's for people that just, you know, it's the uh, airport um, or airplane tickets are just too steep for them. Would that be yeah, cheaper? It I might be cheaper. I'll look it up. It might be cheaper, yeah. but I doubt it's like that much cheaper per the price. Driving definitely wouldn't be cheaper because of the gas. Yeah. The- the Greyhound's pretty, it's not that expensive, but the experience of just being on one is just, no. It's, it's not, it's it's not, not terrible. It's not terrible, honestly. Like, it wasn't bad. Um, I was, The price was great. I think it was totally worth it because um, it was about $80 there and back. So $30, like, it was like $35, $40 each way. So that wasn't bad at all. But yeah, for you, it makes sense because, like, you're just going from Pittsburgh to Columbus, but from yeah. Columbus to LA, that's a, yeah, that's, a pretty big difference. Yeah. So, were you able to like sleep on the um, bus while or um no. i could have but i didn't just because i was i was thinking to myself okay i don't want to oversleep and miss my stop or something like i just want to play it safe and actually be able to get off what i want that's to. a really good point because like i don't know about you guys but like for me like whenever i get into a car and i'm not driving if I'm in that car for longer than like 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to fall asleep. Like right now. Yeah. Like I could yeah. sleep right now. Yeah. You so guys, this is, oh, going to, going to Vegas is quite the trip on a Greyhound. So like I chose just random dates. So it wouldn't be like super crazy, but a round trip would be about 400 ish dollars. And to get out to Vegas would be 51 hours on the bus. Wait, it's four hundred dollars to that doesn't that sounds really expensive. Like, I feel like a ticket wouldn't be that much. Yeah, I'm. You, it would be leaving at one fifty-five a.m. coming up on a Monday. It's not even a popular travel day. Coming back on just like a random like Thursday. Oh and, God. Yeah, and going out is way more expensive than coming back. So I don't know. Like, it would obviously be that, but four hundred dollars is cheaper than flying, but. For the 47 hours to come back and the 51 hours to go out, I'm not sure it would be worth it. Well, yeah, because would you also have to spend... Would you have to spend money on, like, food and stuff while yep. you're on the... Yeah, yeah like, it yep. doesn't even make sense. That, that, yeah, it just keeps going up. Wait, is that a uh, 400 round trip or is that one way? Round trip. Okay, yeah, because oh. it's it's slightly cheaper than a plane, but not, not a lot. It's, like, it's close. It's not worth the... Like, oh, well, I saved $20. It's like, okay, cool, bro. I took a two-hour flight. You spent 51 hours <laughs> on a bus. Like, crazy. I'll spend 20 extra dollars, man. <laughs> it's really uh, not worth yeah. it. 
Like the average cost was like four eighty for a flight from Columbus to LA. Like, oh, that's yeah, like yeah. eighty dollars because like you're gonna be spending that like on food anyway. Like because yeah, if it's exactly. fifty one hours, like you're gonna need to eat on the way. The only reason would be like the experience. Which of being on, if you want to like watch yourself drive through all the states, but I don't really think that is a very desirable thing. Exactly. Nah. And I feel like the whole point with that is like that you drive through them, not like you're just like there on a bus. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Now, dri- driving there would be really expensive with gas and whatnot, but it would be fun because like if you stop in a state like like Utah has a lot of like nice sites and mountains, so you could pull off to the side and like go up one or something just for fun. Yeah. But yeah, I would not stop in Utah. Most of those states in the Midwest, <laughs> I forget that. Did you just say that Utah is in the Midwest? Like the most of the states, he did. He did. Okay, <laughs> and then before you hit like the actual coast, I would not stop it. Okay, so Utah is very far west, like okay. opposite uh, ends. <laughs> like you have like the East Coast, the Midwest. It's like the, the entirety west. of the middle of the country. Then you the have Midwest, like, Utah, Salt Lake City. Then, <laughs> then the West Coast. The Midwest starts with. Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh yeah, is like probably the most beyond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you don't realize how fast flying really is until you start, like, until you get on a plane or you start driving to those states. Because, like, yeah. Florida is like Florida can be less than a three-hour plane ride. It takes you nineteen hours to drive down there. Yeah, and like you can you can yeah. leave in the morning at like eight a.m. Get to like you can leave your house like I don't know like seven. Get there at like nine. Take a ten o'clock flight. Be in there. Be in Florida for lunch and dinner and have a day like a little like night at the beach in one day. Meanwhile, you spend the whole day just driving there and being super exhausted if you drive. And the only advantage is having the car. But car rentals are super expensive. Yeah. Well, because that's the whole thing. Is like when I went um, backpacking, I went out to New Mexico and we flew into Boulder, Colorado. And it was like a three hour flight. So it's like, it really wasn't like too bad, whatever. But like, we get there and I'm thinking like, I am like in the West right now. Like, this is crazy how far you've gone. And it's like, it really doesn't seem like it's like that far. It's like, and it was weird because when we're leaving the East Coast, we're technically like going back in time because we leave at like 10 a.m. or something. And it's a three hour flight. But then because there's like a two hour time difference, I think. It's like we get in at like eleven o'clock, so it was it was the weirdest thing. It was like where we get it. It's like yeah, it's only technically an hour is only passed. It's like, what is happening? Where am I? Yeah, I honestly get some jet lag. When I went to L.A. a few years ago, I got jet lag. Even if the three hour time difference, like I still like it would it'd be like midnight. And I'd be just dead. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between going to bed at like twelve? 12 a.m. or 3 a.m. Like a big difference. Like you go to bed at 12 a.m. Like you you can wake up, get eight hours of sleep, and wake up at a normal time the next day. You go to bed at 3 a.m. You're waking up at like 12, 1 o'clock, or Raj did today. Yeah, you hear that, Raj? It was actually uh, 3 p.m. I think when I woke up. Jesus, seriously? Yeah, whoops, dude. By 3 o'clock, I had already gone to work, got like two (laughs) meals in. And like did homework, and then I saw you texted like I just woke up. <laughs> like, jeez. I'd done a wild. bunch of. I had already done a bunch of like school work and whatnot, school and work, and then exercise. Like I went on a run, and then I ate and I went to the store real quick to buy something. Came back, started watching the track meet, and Raj was like, 
I have awoken. I have awoken. See, it's like the, thing you, like the, the things you guys do when, like, you, I'm asleep and you guys are awake, I do when you guys are sleeping, but it's, like, 3 a.m. when I do it, so, I mean... Eh. Reverse schedule. Yeah, basically. Why, except, except you can't function like a normal human being. That's, <laughs> That's what true. I'm saying. Like, it's just, it mesmerizes me, where it's like, you'll be like, yeah, you know, I was just, like, doing some, like, physics homework, whatever, like, oh, like, when did you do it? It's like, oh, yeah, I did it, like, 2 a.m. It's like, what? Like, why? It's like, oh, well, that's just, like, my sleep schedule. It's like, oh, why is that your sleep schedule? Like, you can just move it up. <laughs> you won't have to do this. So much work to change my sleep schedule. I'm fine with 4 a.m. You're just taking it at this point? I'm, I'm, Too far fine. gone? Exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, there's one more thing I did want to say about the Columbus trip. So, I thought I'd explain more about, like, El Salvador's soccer history and, like, uh, that extra cycle, which we'll do soon, about just explain to you guys everything about soccer, the soccer world, but about this, my spe- like specifically the Columbus trip, I did try raising canes for the first time, and Jacob has been telling me that this is his favorite fast food place. And honestly, I can say it is probably top five that I've had just for their cane sauce. That is the best sauce I've had, honestly. We'll take. Yeah, I mean, um, my S tier, if I recall correctly, were. Popeyes, Chick Fil A, and uh, Canes, of course. And um, Popeyes is, has good food. Their food, like it tastes amazing. All that stuff. Just their service is awful. Like their service is terrible. Um, but I get would say that their chicken, like by itself, is better than Canes chicken by itself. And then Pop, I mean, and then you have Chick Fil A. Service is fantastic. It's not the chicken doesn't taste like good or anything it's good it's just like it's not anything spectacular out of this world but then you got and with canes the sauce is included so it's almost as if they're saying okay you have to eat the chicken with the sauce and when you put that sauce on the chicken the fries the or the texas toast it's just absolutely insane that texas toast is good that texas toast is good so fantastic it is the best sauce in the game without a doubt andre so you said top five you're right now, your tier list has Shake Shack, Five Guys, Chipotle, Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, top five. Which one are you kicking out of the top five for Raising Canes? Or Because Chick-fil-A is five right now, so are you kicking out Chick-fil-A? See, that that's a tough one because... Bold move. Oh, I might even... Even though Chipotle is in my top three, I might even move that out of the top five for this. I Dude, might even Chipotle do... Chipotle down three spots? I might Ow. have to. Uh, Chipotle is gonna get rocked out here. I don't know. I I, st- I love Chipotle. Maybe maybe Chick gets the the bump down. It's one of Chipotle or Chick, yeah. But like Chipotle is like when Chipotle first came out, it was so good. Like that was the when Chipotle spot. first <laughs> dropped. Exactly. When <laughs> yeah, when they dropped in Chipotle two. Yeah, when Chipotle two going out. But, like, seriously, though, like, when I first had Chipotle, I was like, wow, this is, like, the best. There's not going to be, you know, much fast food that gets better than this. And I feel like it's just gone slightly down, and they've had, like, controversies in the past, like, yeah, just about don't the lettuce. It's ingredients and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I would say, like, Chipotle is still probably, I mean, I'm assuming I have it, like, I can't remember what I had at it, but, like, assuming A or B tier at the lowest. But, yeah, and if you move Chipotle out of your top five, I respect that. 
might, it might. Jacob and Chipotle was an A, A tier number six. Right ahead of Domino's. Yeah. I mean, Domino's is just where it is because it has fantastic the deals. deals. It's the deals. They're crazy. Dude, those deals that like, what, when did we order those? Like 2 a.m., whatever. It was, like, it was late. <laughs> it was late when we were ordering those. <laughs> did back to back in the past three nights, yeah. I've never heard deals. anyone talk about Domino's deals as much as Jacob does. He's always like, so Domino's, Domino's deals, like, he's all over it. And never before have I ever heard about them. Well, it's crazy because, um, like, if you, like, I have the app because for whatever, like, I guess fast food place I'll go to, I want to get the app so in the event I can get points, I do. So I got the Domino's app, and I was going to order one time, and then I saw all the deals they had. And the deals are just insane, especially if you have multiple people that are going to be eating it. Then you can have, um, you know, you can distribute the cost pretty well. So, I mean, the deals are just, to, like, it's just insane. So, like, we, what, we, the, not this past, this weekend, but this the one beforehand, we got Domino's, like, two out of three nights or something like that. Well, that I mean, was because we had like two. We had like two get-togethers of people at different points. So it was like, oh, we're all hungry. It's really cold out. No one really wants to go anywhere. Domino's. Yeah, you had to like inflict the Domino's deals on everyone. Like new set exactly. of people. Oh, Domino's deals. Like of course, like, we did it last night. We're gonna include you into the circle. <laughs> so Do- Domino's can also spot. Can also sponsor the podcast. Like I know we've been talking about yeah. some other sponsors, and <laughs> we're still waiting. But like we would take a Domino sponsor. So anyone Domino's guys, big Domino's guys. Oh my god! I don't think a little little Caesars sponsorship at this point. I don't care. <laughs> Someone sponsor us. Someone. <laughs> yes. So with with your experience with raising canes, what about if you took the sauce out? I'm a big believer in that the sauce. Like you have to take it into account that. If you don't put the sauce on something, then maybe it's not as high. Because I'm not a big sauce guy, so I eat a lot of stuff just kind of plain, like just chicken nuggets. I don't dip out a lot of sauces. Like yeah. I'll do Chick Fil A Polynesian sauce, but Jacob, before Jacob, before I let you speak, I will say that if if there was no cane sauce, it would it would just be some probably some mid slightly above mid place. But the sauce is what makes it that good. Like you have to have it with the sauce. All right, Jacob, go ahead. I know you want to say something. Yeah, no, honestly, I agree with Andres. I mean, if you take away the sauce from the tenders themselves, they're just, they're not as good as like Popeye's tenders or Popeye's chicken at all. Like, that's just, ha- like, that's fact matter. Um, the toast still holds up. And then the fries, yeah. if you dip the fries in ketchup, I think they're still all right. Um, but I mean, obviously, they're not as good as like places like uh, Five Guys. But the difference between Cane's and the other restaurants is that they include the sauce in each meal. With Chick-fil-A and all these other places, while it's not include, you don't get the, um, it's not necessarily always included unless you're like ordering on the app or something like that. They'll ask you if you want it, but with Canes, you always get it. So that suggests that you should dip, you should use the sauce because it's included with your meal and you don't have yeah. to ask for it. Jacob, so, you know, you could just not order sauce. Like they ask you like, which sauce do you want at Chick-fil-A? Like you could just say no sauce and they just won't give it to you. You, you but say it's not I automatically want it. included in the a specific it, sauce isn't automatically included yeah, in the meal. So what you're because talking they to, have you, options. That's the point. But with canes, there's one specific sauce that's included, which means that it's for the meal. You have to include it when you're eating the meal. 
So okay. I think that it's called Chick Fil A sauce. They ask you what sauce you want. You you what order chicken nuggets and they, and meal. it does you for free. You can you can get ketchup. You can ask for ketchup in the box. I'm saying it comes in like, the box yeah. when you order canes. It automatically comes in. You don't have to ask for the sauce. So you have to take what that into account when you're considering the entire. I'm saying you have to take. You can't. It's difficult to separate the sauce and from the entire meal because it comes with the meal like automatically. But, so, but Jacob, you do understand. So at Chick Fil A, you order like, a sandwich, that, right? But it's different. A sauce that. comes with it. You have the option you of whatever option. sauce you want. You don't have the option unless you specifically. So no. So what I'm saying <laughs> is that you can decide whichever sauce you like best. That is now what we're including in the Chick Fil A. It's not just the default one. I'm not, and I haven't had cane sauce. I don't know how good it is. Whatever, but yeah. like that's it can't just be like, oh, it makes it better. It's like, well, all of the the sauces that Chick Fil A has make them way better too. You're giving a I leg up to that. a fast. You're giving a leg up to a fasted place for not having to tell them what sauce you would like. So when they say what sauce, they it's like the difference right there is them being like, okay, well, we're not ta- asking you what sauce you want versus Chick Fil A's like. What sauce would you like? How is um, that? How is that like better for? I games? guess on a very base comparison, sure. But no, what I'm saying is, you cannot separate the Cane's meal from like you can't take the sauce out of it. It's an essential. Yeah, the sauce you got to be in there. Yes, it's you essential. Don't, you, oh my god, it's essential. Yeah, I, if you don't is. like the sauce, okay, then you won't like Cane's. Okay, so then like, we have to include the sauces. But you in have to include Chick-fil-A. the sauces. That's what I'm trying to communicate to you guys. Okay, so then we have to include the sauces with Chick Fil A. Not necessarily because they aren't. A, they don't come with the meal. No, that's a you bad. Can make, that's a bad it's point. not one specific sauce. Roger's livid right now. It's because, like, yeah, Chick Fil A. They ask you what sauce do you want. They give you like seven options. I understand to one. that. I understand yeah, but you don't that. have to have the Chick Fil A. Canes, Canes, you. You can That's get Chick-fil-A the sauce Chick-fil-A with the meal. Does it need sauce to be that much better? Guys, you're acting like it's physically impossible to eat the meal without the sauce. Like, I'm not, it's, it's not, not like, like that. It's, it's not like, I mean, obviously That's not what like you're that. saying. You're like, it's obviously inseparable. It's you like, cannot okay. separate them. It's like, yeah. It's okay, re- okay. I just like to let the viewers know, okay, you, it is physically capable for you to eat <laughs> canes. Without kid sauce. That is, you know, it has happened. That's before. the point. Ooh, wow. <laughs> but if but, you're having it without the sauce, you're just not having canes. Like, it's not yeah, canes. Like, right. canes. Okay, and if you eat Chick fil A without any of the sauces, then you're not having Chick fil A. That's it's the logic. Still, no, it's still Chick fil A. No. It's still Chick fil A. Oh, well, I, think that's, that's a, I feel like that's, that's an indictment on raising canes, then. The fact that you ha- the only way to eat their food is with the sauce, or else it will just be mid. That's like, that's a bad, like, brand for, like, you could eat a Shake Shack burger without the Shack sauce. And it's still fantastic. Yes, but you haven't had this sauce adjusted. The sauce is that good, I will say. You I have not had this much. sauce. This is the best sauce in the game. Yeah, but a like, Shack sauce is really good. But like, if you take it off, it is. It's still a really good burger. But you're saying the chicken is mid if you don't have the sauce. That's like terrible. Like, what about they just forgot the sauce no, and you were on a drive-through no, line? No. Now you're eating crappy chicken. They don't. I've no, never, the chicken, the I've chicken's thought... actually not mid. The chicken is pretty good. It's it's like the, I... everything. Like the fries and clear, like that's pretty mid. But changing your opinion on the chicken just to cut. Uh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. I said all, you said they are. I said I all. Changed by first me. of all, first of all, I said all the food like overall would probably be mid without the sauce. But 
The chicken itself Look, is pretty good, but fries there's included in all that. an hour like, away from here. Not, the three of you have not had canes, correct? You can drive us there. I've, I've told you this before. If you guys really want to just, you know what, make your decision on canes, we can go to canes. I've had it before. I've had Chick-fil-A before. That's my decision. I think that canes is better. I think canes has the best sauce in the game. My opinion on the tenders isn't going to change. Popeyes has better ch- tenders than Popeyes uh, doesn't canes, yeah. straight up without sauce. But when you're eating canes, if you don't eat canes with sauce, you're doing yourself a disservice. Like Dude. it's essential to the meal. But if we're comparing fast food joints and only one fast food place can have a sauce while the others can't, that kind of takes away from the others and just give, gives canes an advantage. No, because it comes with the box. No. It's not a mandated Justin, thing. If you guys don't understand until you have had the sauce. Okay, you're you're acting like okay, look, I'm sure it's a great sauce. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that, Al. I'm sure it's incredible. I'm sure it's probably better than all of the sauces at Chick-fil-A. But you can't just be like, well, it has sauce in the box, therefore it's okay. part of the meal. But okay, because Chick-fil-A's comes in a I bag. Have- it's not part of it. Okay, I'll go as far as to say this. If I were to have Chick-fil-A with the uh, Chick-fil-A sauce or any sauce that they have there, as opposed to Cane's with the Cane sauce, I'm still picking Cane's over Chick-fil-A. That is a valid take. That, the, that's entire, a valid the entire purpose of what we were doing here is that your logic <laughs> was so flawed in how you were explaining this. That was make the only reason why. Because you guys haven't had it, though. This is like you being like, you go to like there's two wing places. One's Buffalo Wild Wings. They got tons of sauce options. One other wing place, you can't get anything else but this one wing sauce. And you go to this, uh, you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and you're like, man, you have to ask what sauce you want on those wings. But this other wing place has got great sauce. You don't have to ask for it. So they're they're, they're better. But I hate asking for the sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's not essentially like, what, if you want to do a very like, like I guess. Like talk about how the, my argument was constructed. Sure, but that's not what I'm saying, though. Like, and maybe that okay. Maybe should I say that's not what I mean? Is that like is I, that? I, what I, I guess say? you just you just went you went really went for it on this cane sauce. <laughs> because you guys haven't had the cane sauce, you need to try the cane sauce. Like, uh, I'm sure I, do. I would love to try raising canes, but just the fact that you were talking about how you have to ask for it, like it doesn't come with the meal. It does come with the meal. They ask you what sauce you want. I guess I'm I just done having this conversation. I, I, I'm I think it's just because I can't listen. I think it's just because I can't. It just comes it. with it. Like no questions asked, just comes with it. Like yeah, just, yeah. I think that's just all it is. Anyway, well, I think making your tear about it. Like, okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm so done this. with this I'm conversation. When you're making your tier list, then. If you're going to compare Canes, so you're saying if you're making your tier list, if, so you're ranking Canes at a higher tier because of the sauce, but if you rank Chick-fil-A and like other fast food joints along with it, are you including the sauce for the other fast food joints too? I'm including everything about the fast food place. There you go, yeah. About that. For the overall tier list. But if I'm just going to go 1v1... And if I'm just gonna get like the if I'm gonna just get a regular meal, nothing else like with um the meal than like what will come with it. Like I'll get any every sauce, okay? You know, screw it. Just for the sake of argument, I'll get all the <laughs> sauces from Chick Fil A, and it won't make an impact. It won't make an impact, 
but with canes, you get the cane sauce in the box. You don't have to ask for it. It's automatically supplied. Automatic. I understand your argument. I see you guys going, uh, ha, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, I've said what I've said. You guys aren't going to change my opinion on this. I said a little bit ago, I was Jacob. having a conversation. Is it time no to move one, on? Jacob, the entire point of this, no one is trying to change your opinion. It's that the logic you're using makes no sense. That's well, the point. The okay, no one is denying that Keynes is that is better, worse, whatever. We're saying the way you're explaining this makes no sense whatsoever. You're saying because the you sauce comes, you just because you're you saying because the sauce comes in a box versus Chick Fil A that comes in a bag. That's the difference. That's what you're saying. That box sauce, man. That's not. That's just not what I'm saying. I'm. I. That's. No, that's not what I'm saying. You gave me the floor and the 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 time that you had. That one minute you had to just speak your mind. You felt the need to mention that Kane's sauce came in a box. There was no reason to do that. You could have just been like, the whole Kane's experience is better. But you felt the need to mention the sauce. But I think we're gonna pivot off this topic because I don't think please it's gonna go anywhere. I think. I think we need to talk about how crazy Pittsburgh and specifically Oakland has been in the has been in the last few days. So for those who have been listening, it's kind of a national story. Our bridge in Frick Park just collapsed yesterday. Just broke right down the middle. Big divot. Like cars on the bridge. Just no implosion. Just actually collapsed. Like something that you see like like on news stories like every so often, and you're like, holy crap! Like a bridge collapsed, but literally. We ran there yesterday, like two and a half, three miles away from here. Yeah, like straight out that of was movie. wild. And was it okay? So wait, I'm very confused as to what the like the scenario was. Was Biden in Pittsburgh talking about infrastructure before or after the? I think that's what it was. I think it was before. No, no, it was after. It was after. Because he arrived in Pittsburgh a couple hours after the bridge collapsed that day. Yesterday, okay. yeah. Okay, so he was talking about infrastructure. After, yes, the bridge collapsed. He went down. Okay, okay. He was, he was actively yeah. coming to Pittsburgh to talk about infrastructure. This was a done deal. Like he he the was speaking in Pittsburgh. Collapses oh, hours before. Okay. He it was just convinced, yeah, it was coincidental. Okay. Well, coincidence. Maybe. Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> right. We're not a conspiracies. Yeah, we're not. We're not was, throwing that around. But a little <laughs> sus, if you ask me. It was wild because um. That happened an hour after I arrived in Pittsburgh off the Greyhound. So, like, did you go across that bridge? No, I didn't go across. But I, I just woke it. up to like <sighs> several texts from my parents saying, "Like, yo, are you okay? We heard about a, like a bridge that broke and a bus was on." And I was like, "No, yeah, I'm all good." That happened an hour after I got here. But like, that's just wild. I ran across that bridge on Monday. Jeez, which is like wild to think that it's just like it's like I don't know if you guys, I don't think you guys have seen it up close. It is like extremely like steep down the middle like, it's just completely like, it's not like it like kind of crumbled a little bit but like it is steep and it like just broke right down the middle just cave right yeah. in yeah it's completely destroyed like, there's no way they can even like try to like buff up the supports and just like fix it like they're gonna have to rebuild a whole entire new bridge and that ravine is really deep that it fell into that's like that is like actually terrifying that's like we have all of this infrastructure and especially in pittsburgh where where the city of bridges or whatever because we have yeah, like what exactly. five hundred like I didn't I don't even know where some of these bridges are well, but the fact where it's like <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say it's like oh it's just like out of nowhere it's like yeah one of the main ones yeah it's just gone 
like completely collapsed. Like no one was taking care of it for however many decades. And because because some of the bridges have been here for so long, like that it's just like yeah, we're not going to maintain it. We're not really doing any upkeep. It's like oh, so we're just like waiting for these things to break, and you're just hoping you're not there when it does. Yeah, um, infrastructure is definitely something needs some work here because uh, we talked about in a few episodes how the roads like just aren't paved or anything. Oh. Like, definitely a lot, a lot of Pittsburgh. We need we need some improvements. Well, it's Raj is like uh, <laughs> Raj. Aren't you an honorary member of like Pittsburgh Public Works? Yeah, yeah Raj, just on you. <laughs> the other day, I go into the garage, I park my car in, and I, I there's this this little bin where you can get salt to like ice, to, like de-ice the roads and stuff. I took it into my own authority just to de-ice the entrance to my garage because I was tired of driving over it every day. And mind you, this is so not hard. like your garage. This is a hit no. yeah. garage <laughs> that you yeah. are doing this. I ran past your building the, like the day after you did that and it was like super like non-icy and whatnot and I was like I appreciate you Raj like this is a nice area to run across you did a good job yeah you're part of that 2.8 billion dollar budget that Pitt has yeah part yeah. of that's Raj's unpaid labor that's going towards <laughs> de-icing the sidewalks oh my goodness man the infrastructure is embarrassing like the fact that it, like no one was doing checks on the bridge like I know it's like kind of a freak accident but also like it like it didn't just like it wasn't like something broke or like a railing like the bridge actually collapsed the cars are at the bottom of a, of a ravine like people could have easily died if there was anyone under the bridge they would have died from like if like it is embarrassing like, there's bridges in europe that have been standing for like thousands of years and i know they're not heavily trafficked but they've still been standing for thousands of years when people did not have like technology to build there's like this bridge has been up, I think, since I was hearing yesterday, like 1970. That's not even that old. Like 1970, there were cranes, there were like was machinery, like very possible to make a solid bridge. And I just can't believe that something is collapsing like that. Like there's all this talk about like making like electrifying America, like electric cars, like using electric like electric like trains and buses so that our transit is more um, like climate friendly. But they had, I mean, you got to keep the bridges up first. Like, I'm so for all like all the pro like infrastructure especially with electricity going on but like man you got to make sure your bridges stand because you can't have people like if people had died yesterday this would be so much worse than people are talking about it today like nationally like it was already a national story but if people had died this would have gotten more attention which is sad because like people could have very easily died we're lucky it happened at like 6 a.m when people were on that bus as much yeah, yeah. it should just not be happening because i think the whole thing with it is like it's not just like okay um, like, cause like, like what you're saying before, where it's like, yeah, some bridges have been there for like thousands of years and they're not heavily trafficked. Like there's like that whole argument, but the whole thing is like, this was built in the seventies. We understand like the technology that we have now, we can look at the bridge and say, Hey, these support beams aren't working or like this slowly isn't really like coming into play or this part isn't really like that stable, whatever. Like we could easily recognize that if we're looking at it. And actually try and maintain it. But it's because it's like, oh, we built the bridge. All right, forget about it. Never look at it again. It's like, well, obviously, it's going to collapse eventually if you don't do anything. That's, like, that's just how it works. And the fact that it's just like, I mean, that's just like infrastructure all over Pittsburgh. Because like, wasn't there lead in some water for like a while in Pittsburgh? Because like the yeah. pipes are just like hundreds of years old. But like, and they're just like, like, yeah, like just... Michigan. Exactly. And it's just like, yeah, just don't drink out of the tap water. Use a Brita. It's like, wh why don't we have water that we should drink? 
Like, this is a major city in the United States. So we, it's like, yeah, the water's a little bit sketchy. It's like, how? How is this possible? And a, re- yeah. and a relatively newer city, too. I mean, like, you look at, like, like trends through history. Like, Pittsburgh is kind of coming up from, like, the steel industry and, like, the collapse. So, like, a lot of more of our buildings are newer than, like, cities. Like, like there's very old areas in, like, Boston and Philly and some of these older type of cities. And I, did I say New York? I don't think it's in New York. New York as well. Um, Pittsburgh's a relatively new city. If you go downtown, all those buildings are a little bit nicer than some of the other cities. And, like, Oakland, where we live, is very new. Like, it kind of, like, started really coming forward in, like, the 1960, 1970 area. Like, our city is already like already has all these problems there's so many other cities like the midwest cities that are probably have all these other issues that are worse than ours and it's like come on we gotta get our crap together yeah it's just it's wild it really is because like you're just like looking around it's like this doesn't look right why is no one doing anything to stop this and it's like well i don't know like <laughs> that's just how it is here yeah you'd think uh, one of america's major cities would be on top of this you would think yeah, then, like, coming from Jersey, like, I mean, when me and Andres came back to Pitt, the first thing we noticed was, wow, they did a terrible job here of, like, shoveling and everything. And, like, yep. like with Jersey, I don't know, like, what their whole deal is with, like, the snow and everything. But, like, usually the roads are just, like, clean in the morning after it snows. Or, like, even, like, if it starts snowing during the day, they're clean by night. Like, I just don't, like, understand the difference between, like, Jersey and PA like that. Our small towns on top of it. Yeah. Even like I, I know today Jersey's a little bit more rough because we got like nine and a half inches of snow back there. So I know that some of the roads are a little rougher than they usually are. But if you get anywhere between like four and five inches of snow in Jersey, I feel like it's pretty well plowed within like five hours of snow stopping. Pittsburgh was not like that. And I don't know if it's just a Pittsburgh thing or if it's a city thing, but like that was bad. Like you'd be just walking through slush, like slipping. Like I was even just talking to my dad before uh, recording this and. Like, one of the popular areas that people like to run is the Oval. There's a little track up on um, Shenley Park. And a lot of people, were, like, use that to, like, walk around and get exercise. No one, like, had a plow or anything that they could have, like, gotten some snow off of it and just, like, iced it. Like, one of the, again, like, just people, are, like, we we're trying to, like, encourage people to go outside and exercise and, like, get some fresh air and whatnot, especially in a pandemic when people are still working from home. And not one person can, like, from, like, city works or whatever, like, have the money to pay someone to go in and take a take a golf cart, put a plow on it, go around the track real quick, lay some ice down and move on. It was like still super icy. I think today some people were shoveling it, but they might be just random people who were fed up with it at that point. Exactly. Like Raj. Yup. The worst part is it's like, it not only does it affect like people who are walking, like people who are driving, like some cars are like, they can't handle like driving or like some cars don't have winter tires like for my car whenever i would drive like whenever andres in the car we hear weird noises sometimes like i don't know like if snow's in my brake pads or like if something's wrong i still haven't gotten a car wash here yet so i need to like get on top of that but how old is your car again it's it's a 2016 that's what concerns me oh that's not that old that's like that's like six years old yeah, and the brakes are like the brakes are relatively new. Like I'm pretty sure they get they were replaced recently too, maybe like five years ago. Like I just don't understand like how poorly managed the snow is here because it just affects everyone. Yeah. I mean the the weird thing though is like it's definitely a Pittsburgh thing because I feel like in New York City, like you almost never really hear about like, oh yeah, the city shut down from the snow. It's like, no, they figure it out. Like that is one of the most congested, like nasty cities 
I love New York City. Don't get me wrong. But it is a mess sometimes. But when it comes to snow, they can figure it out like instantly. They have plows going through. They're able to get all like the the uh, ice off the sidewalks. Everything like it gets figured out, and yeah. that's in New York City. Like, like they, we're not, we can like, figure it out Texas. here. Like exactly um, I remember when Texas got one inch of snow, they lost. Like they're like, well, oh yeah. Did? But that kind of made sense though, because yeah, yeah like, exactly. It doesn't make we sense. Yeah. Northeast, like we're used to snow, so I don't understand how we don't have any like plans to like actually yeah. decently shovel everything. Because Pittsburgh is like it's known for being a cold winter city. Like that's like right. what it's it's yeah. on. And it has the three rivers right around it. Like we get the wind chill coming from across. It's always cold. It snows. I don't know how we don't just have plows. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. Wild. Peter, do you want to talk about the other eventful thing that happened oh, in Oakland? Speaking of wild, yeah. yeah, yeah, lots going on. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah. So, of course, us being you know college students, we are in the midst of uh, College City. Uh, there are some bars that are on campus, whatever, and uh, there are people that do go out to those. Obviously, not us because none of us are twenty-one. Want to make that very clear. Um, but what happened this weekend was uh, I'm actually not going to dox the bar because I've thought about saying that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. But so there's a local bar on campus that is very notorious for that's where every underage kid goes and goes and drinks, whatever. And usually, like, there's always kind of like the thought in the back of mind, like, oh, like, what if the cops show up? What if they start actually checking IDs? Like, whatever. And it almost like it never happens. And it's it's usually like maybe once every like two or three months, something like that, that the cops actually decide to show up. Um, but this past Thursday, um, there's so I know it's basically a friend of a friend of a friend. Sure. I don't even know what the association would be. But this guy was at the bar underage. And he's sitting at the bar and he notices to his left, there's a woman that keeps looking at him across the bar. And he kind of like looks over. She's like older. He's like, all right, that's weird. And like, he's just like sitting there, whatever. And then he goes to the bathroom and she follows him to the bathroom. He opens the door and is about to go in. And the woman stops him, like, like taps him on the shoulder and is like, let me see your ID. And he's like, what? He's like, like, why am I going to show you my ID? Like, who are you? And she pulls out a badge and it's a police badge. And he's like, oh, I need to go to the bed. Like, can I go like pee first? And I guess he like just goes in the bathroom for a while and like kind of like keeps peeking around the corner to see if she's still there. Eventually she leaves, I guess. But I guess the police had set up like a full on sting operation to see if there were underage kids at the bar before fully raiding this place like there was i think four or five cop cars with like obviously two cops for a cop car so there was like 10 to 15 cops at gonna dox that one um <laughs> that's gonna get dumped but um exactly so they i guess they had like cops go upstairs like all the way to the back and like so people couldn't leave out the back door they had the back doors covered it was like Full on, like they were busting a drug cartel. Like they were going hard at this place, trying to get everybody, like on a like what is it, minor intoxication, whatever, whatever the actual charge. Rage. That. Um. So it was 
crazy, apparently. And I guess it also got raided last night again. That's what I heard. No way. Is that oh, I, because the whole thing, I made the joke like, oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if they were like, oh, you all thought you were safe because you weren't. Gonna need to dump that again. I need to get that out of my notes. Yeah. Don't worry about but, it. Just keep getting, I'll just keep getting a funny sound bite over it. That's hilarious. Um, but so I guess it got raided again. Because I obviously I made the joke like, oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if the cops showed up two nights in a row? Because people thought they were like, oh, well, it got raided last night. It won't get raided again. They show back up. Apparently it did. Apparently they legit were like, oh, haha, you thought you were safe? No. I'm showing back up again. I got raided again two nights in a row, which is just like absolutely wild. Like the fact that this is like a consistent thing now on campus. Like, I don't even know what to do at this point. Like, because so many people are like, oh, well, what do we do now about all this? It's like, dude, just don't go. Like, I don't know what to tell you. No, I think it's funny because there's like the two, two schools of thought that people are currently talking about. There's a school of thought of, well, it just got raided. Let's we can go now. Like it's not going to happen again. And there's other people who are like, oh my god, it got raided. We can't go back there. It might happen again. And it's like, I've never been, so I don't know like what the right school of thought is. But I just funny hearing people make this like decision. Cause I'm like, how about you just like don't go out to a bar underage with a fake ID. Like, it w- like you'll be okay. Like, you- you'll survive the one weekend. Yeah, I mean, I know we don't have to, like, deal with this issue, but, I mean, I just don't understand how people can't just uh, decide to not go out, you know? It's not that, like, I feel like, like it, there's no way it can be that difficult. Like, I feel like, I mean, we don't go out, and we have other fun ways of, you know, hanging out. We just, like, watch, like, a movie or, like, play Super Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate. Can you eat sushi? Or go oh to... My. Yeah, go get sushi. Can we go back? Can we go back sometime? <laughs> I'm so hungry. Next weekend. I'm sorry, I completely derailed your, your thought, Jacob. It's all good. But yeah, I mean, we should go back. But, um, I mean, I just can't... I just don't get, like... I guess how it could be that difficult to just not go out to a bar, especially when... If it's gotten raided like this, like um as recently as it had, and then they go out the following day, I feel like that's just dumb. No, it, it's just it's just funny. Um, I'm like, I wish I could see like an overhead, like if there was like a helicopter filming, just like as like one, like as soon as one person was like, okay, like I have my as one of the, the one cop that was like undercover. As soon as they had the like one suspicion, yeah. just see all the other cop cars fly around block the exits like just pure chaos starting like just all in that area right on that street just like all like i couldn't imagine like walking down the street just be like what the hell are all these flashing lights over here like something's going on exactly it's like you you would think that like a drug cartel is being taken down from like the inside where it's like a legit thing it's like nah there's just like some freshmen out here that are at a bar that look like they're 12 years old <laughs> they're just they're getting they're getting written up also, a bunch of friends I have that are of age were talking about it. They're like, this is going to be great. Like, it's going to be empty. Oh, like, we can yeah. just go, we can go in. And if, like, they want to try to bust us, like, hey, here's my ID. Like, I'm 21 years old. Like, no big deal. So it's just funny. But I, I wonder if this bar is getting any, like, citations or whatnot. Because I, I don't know. How I know they works. have. 
I don't know how it works either. Um, I obviously don't own a bar, so I don't know how it. Uh, I don't know how it's that like, exactly would works. You but... get in, yeah, because like, do you get in trouble for, like, I guess, like, getting scammed by a fake ID? Like, how? Like, do you get punished for that? Like, I don't know how that works. I mean, considering the amount of times it's happened in the past to not just that place, but many other bars around Oakland, like, I don't think that maybe they might get a fine, but that's about it. I don't think they're, they would shut them down or anything. Well. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, we got to see. That still might be to come. But, yeah, I guess. Thing, first thing operation first, in three days. Yeah, we, we got to see tonight. <laughs> Let's see. That's all just, like, we'll just sit. Oh, we can go to and just uh like sit there and just like oh we'll with, see with the binoculars just like <laughs> sitting, binoculars. On the, sitting on the asking if we can sit on the roof like we, we know it's cold <laughs> but we just like we want the vantage point with yeah. like those like what those like fire like heat warmers like whatever things that they have like up on the roof <laughs> just like yep. no 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 open the doors we want to go up there we want to see yeah like, no you don't have to serve us we just want a vantage point we just, just want to like, see it's like oh the whole night sure? just taken out it's like, oh, well, like you kind of you have to like order something if you guys like want to stay up here. It's like, oh, okay, cool. We're like, we'll we'll order food. Just like, just you can just leave it at the door. You don't need to come out. We'll we'll stay out cold. Don't worry. <laughs> Two things. So, the simulation, of course. What if the cops were up uh, at that uh, like spot? <laughs> so when the kids started running out of of the bar, they um, like would be able to see them and like, you know, possibly track them down. That would just be absolutely crazy. Okay, but what are, what are they going to do they would, if they, they see would, a kid? They just point at them like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but no, because yeah. what I was thinking was like, because when you're talking about like the, the cops just up on top, like they just like, yeah. they're just looking down, pointing at these kids. I was also thinking like, do they have like, if, if it was like a full on raid where they would have like actual, like, riot control gear if they have like the pepper ball guns like on the top to try and slow them down this sounds like I, a call of duty mission oh if, honestly if like if there's anything like if tonight or something like this this bar gets like like just get like tear gas thrown at it and stuff like i'm <laughs> like i'm just i'm just gonna quit like i'm just gonna be like you know what this bridge collapse these raids like i'm out of here like it's too Let's much get raided burn <laughs> like, this city to the ground <laughs> Like, what's next? They're going to come into, like, the learning classrooms and just be, like, tracking... Ugh. It, it's so... Just like... um, imagine you're sitting in lecture and the cops kick down the door and, like, just drag some kid out of, the, out of his seat out the door. Like, we award for your arrest! Imagine getting dragged on the Chevron steps. Oh my god. Yeah, there's the steep, the steep uh, hill up to the science center, just like <laughs> getting dragged down it because like the cops saw you leave, leave after oh it got like God. it got bl blown up. But no, it is it's funny. Um, it's just funny to see the reactions around other people, um, people who have been involved in the raid, people that left the raid, people that are like nervous about the raid. It's just funny to see the whole reaction because it's just yeah. like not a big deal, but people are making it to be a big deal. It's exactly. Like, just, it's just like just don't. Oh, like, yeah be responsible and don't do things that are illegal and you wouldn't have to worry about it like or hey genius if you're gonna do something illegal why are you doing it in public like if you're gonna drink underage why are you going to a bar where you're going to get caught like jesus it is yeah it's it's definitely really interesting but i mean i wonder if other like 
I mean, I it has to be in other like college town stuff that like other places get raided because this is like really the first time that like I've ever heard of like bars legit getting raided. So it must just be like this everywhere. But like just coming to Pittsburgh and being like, oh yeah, you know, like that bar that some people were at. Yeah, it got raided. I'm like, what? It's like yeah, like 15 cops just showed up and just started taking people's IDs. It's like, oh, that's the scariest thing I've ever heard. And it's just been piggybacking off of, like, these online classes and whatnot. Like, we've been online. We just started coming back in person. It's like, bridge collapse, bar raid, like, right next to all of our <laughs> academic buildings. It's like, well, welcome back. Like, this, oh, this is nice. to Pittsburgh. Yep. Gotta love it. That was also Gotta the first in-person classes, too, so. It was the first yeah. day. I forgot about that. We just got back to in-person classes, and then immediately the bar gets raided, and a bridge collapses. Out of Pittsburgh. Oh God! It was like it's it's funny just because this stuff doesn't happen much. Like it, like there's really like not much like drama out in like I mean like Philly and New York are these much bigger cities than Pittsburgh is, and like we're not even in like the downtown area of Pittsburgh. So like really like it's not like crazy. It's not even like a crazy college town like some of the more southern schools. It's just like this one specific like two day sample has just been wild for like our little college town area. And yeah. and you're just like sitting here like, this is this is crazy. Yeah, because Oakland is like it's really is like a really nice area to be in because like it's a city, but like it still feels like a campus. Whatever. It's not like Southside, which is actually a pretty rough neighborhood to go down there because like those places get raided not because of underage kids. They just get raided because there's like they're selling drugs at the back door. Like there's money laundering going on. It's a bunch like, of crime. It's just crime out there. But for all of that to the just like, oh yeah, by the way, it's all now in Oakland. It's like, what is happening? Anyone got any other takes on the uh, uh, eventful, I guess, eventful Thursday in uh, Oakland, Pittsburgh? Yeah, Thursday Thursday was wild. It was just so much fun going on. Uh, I, I don't know. Yik Yak's coming back, and it's like it's, oh. it's really predominant in like college towns and cities. But like on Yik Yak, like when I found out, that's how I found out about the raid at the bar through Yik Yak, because I was like refreshing it, and I I remember telling Andres, I'm like, dude, you won't guess what I just found out. And like when I told him, he's like, no way. And then I'm just reading through all these messages, and there's people like making jokes about it. There's people saying I survived. And they're, like, making it into a huge deal. Like, I survived the raid at the bar I was not supposed to be at. Like, good job. Like, nice. It's just I survived. everyone's reaction. The I survived, the like, my, the I survived my New York, like, trip. Like, they'll sell yes. it, like, some random street, street corner in, like, New York. And it's, like, they're going to start doing the merch. So, like, you know it's coming. Like, Pit Barstool's, like, starting to cook something up. Like... I mean, if anything, we got to trademark this now and then send it to them. <laughs> so that way they can't steal it. <laughs> We'll get sponsorship money finally. <laughs> finally, yeah. Our, we gotta get a brand deal. Yik Yak, you can guys um, can get sponsor us. No, please sponsor the Washed Athlete Pod. Yeah. If our first sponsor is Yik Yak, I really don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. Like that would be wild. So, so maybe like I'm definitely out on it a little bit, but like maybe for viewers and myself, what is Yik Yak? Like proxy, uh, yeah. It's like uh, um, I don't know if anyone remembers like Ask FM or like any of those really old apps from when we were in like middle school or whatever. Yep. But, like it's like an anonymous like proximity chat where like you can just post the really dumb, or you can post like really like like you know you can make fun of people on here or, like 
on right now, like the top ones are welcome to the welcome to Pittsburgh, the city of bridges, and then in parentheses minus one. Oh, then, that was a good one. Then the next one's talking about the sorority recruitment that's going on right now. Right. And then there's a shot at freshmen uh, wandering south L on a Friday night. Nature is healing. Just, I mean, it's just fun to scroll through just to see everyone's like takes on things. Yeah. And it has like a similar like system to Reddit. And, like you can upvote and downvote people's posts. That's funny. Um, no, that is a funny, that is a good like point also that like sorority like recruitment is going on right now. It's so, like all yeah. the other people are just like, like go like sitting in their room on these like zoom calls for hours trying to get like picked up by like their favorite sorority and whatnot and then also at the same time the bridge is the bridge is collapsing and the bars are getting raided it's just a whole that's yeah. well, wild it's also interesting because they're supposed to be uh the sorority's tri week so they're not even allowed to be going out to the bars allegedly they might allegedly be, <laughs> don't know but um I mean, could you imagine if the sororities were allowed to go out to the bars, how many more people would oh have got raid? That now that you're saying this, I'm like, this could have been so much worse than it probably, like, yeah. is. Oh, this, yeah. could have, this could have shut down Greek life at Pitt, potentially. Yeah. yeah. so i guess moving off of the crazy weekend at pittsburgh i think we will save our little bit of our podcast left to talk about tom brady's retirement oh, or, or, we're or back at football let's go retirement oh. from the nfl so of today of course uh news broke i mean when we're recording this news broke that tom brady has retired from football now tom brady has come out and said that it is not confirmed that he retired from football but I generally think the consensus is that he will not be returning to football um, after 22 years, which is I, it's wild because Andres, yeah, Andres posted in our group chat today. He was like, we've never lived in a world where Tom Brady has not been playing quarterback. And yeah, that it's crazy to think that every year and I, I don't think football will feel any different, but for sure, like the greatest quarterback of all time will not be suiting up anymore. It's a very like, good take by Andres right there. Yeah, because like, just think about an NFL just knowing that Brady's just not playing. You won't see him again in the playoffs or anything. That's just wild. Yeah, I have yep. a I have a sneaky suspicion that if everybody starts saying like, "Oh, like Tom Brady retiring," the more people say it, the more I'm like, "Is he just gonna come back out of spite?" Like, it's it's I, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna believe that he's retired until this dude is like 85. And like actually just like sitting in a chair, so unbelievably old. It's like, all right, he's actually retired. He's not going back to football. Just has fifty Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> and At to, that uh, point. To get the weekly NFL memes quote quote in. <laughs> there we go. So the picture of MJ uh, when he quoted saying, I'm back, and it just says Tom Brady after being retired for two hours. Yeah, Is like that... literally. Like yeah. he's going back, he's gonna change his number because someone's gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he but, comes back as number seven because he has seven rings. Or number eight because he's trying to go for eight. <laughs> that would be so funny. If he did it for that reason, then he won the Super Bowl. Oh. Now, I remember a time in which I probably would have uh, you know, been happy to see Tom Brady go. Um, and, I mean, I'm just being a Steelers fan, um, you know, Tom Brady has done things. Um, 
that I haven't been super happy about. But now that he's actually going to leave the Steelers, just beat your team, Jacob. He didn't do anything like wrong. Well, no, he didn't. But like, just you know, it's kind of like now that he you know hasn't played the Steelers in um, you know a, an okay amount of time, and like you know, just thinking about what he, how much he did for the game, you know. It's not the it's kind of tough to see him go, you know. Just seeing a legend that just like possibly leave the game. Yeah, I I just think it's funny reading all this stuff because now it's like supposedly Tom Brady hasn't told, like says he hasn't made a final decision. His dad came out and said he hasn't made a decision, and then like Tom Brady hasn't told the GM, and it's like I just don't I don't even like. No, like apparently he's not quote not even close to making a decision on retirement. So I'm confused how these news sources picked it up. And like I I do feel like at the end of the day it will lead to retirement because well I just don't I find it hard to believe that these sources were comfortable publishing like this information to get it completely wrong. Like this doesn't happen much. There's very few times where I feel like news sources say something is happening and. It undermines credibility. Um, I think Adam Schefter and one of his other colleagues were the first people to put this out. And, like, it is going to undermine their credibility a little bit if they falsely reported that. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And considering how big of an, like, a sports figure that he is, like, this wouldn't be the guy you'd want to, like, you know, screw up on. Because, I mean, it's Tom Brady. Let's say, like, some guy who's been in the league for, like, two years and he got, like, injured and he was, like, an undrafted free agent. If he, like, you know, retired and then it somehow made news, okay, you know, maybe it undermines their credibility, but not nearly the same extent just because he's not as noteworthy. Well, even someone like Big Ben, like, even if you had gotten his decision wrong a little bit, it, like, Big Ben was still a, probably oh, a yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback to retire, but, like, not even on the same. Like, Tom Brady is undisputedly the greatest football player or greatest quarterback of all time, whatever you want to say there. Like, I don't, there's not like, <laughs> There's not much of a claim that he's not. So just to get it completely wrong, and I, I, this year I did not think he would retire. And who knows, like what will happen? Like maybe this will age terribly in a week when we record again. But um, if he is retiring, I did not expect it to come this year. It kind of happened fast. Like I, we, there was rumors like the day before the Rams game that he might retire, and I was like, oh, well, like I didn't think because he's been talking about like I can play till I'm fifty for like the last couple of years. Yeah, I. Honestly, like, I'm not going to believe anything until I see Brady on a podium speaking into a microphone saying, I'm calling it quits. Like, I'm not going to believe anything that's happening because, like, I mean, yeah, Adam Schefter is usually, like, a reliable source. But, I mean, if Brady, if it didn't come from Brady's mouth, I don't believe it. Even yeah, if really. he says he's retired, I still don't even believe that. Like, I need to see him, like, get inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then it's like, yes. okay. Now he's done. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know for sure that once he does officially retire, it will be the end. I do, there's no like MJ, like oh, I'm retiring, taking two years off, and coming back because he'll be too old. And like the real reason he would be retiring, I think, is for family. And yeah. there's no way, there's no way he's gonna be like, I'm gonna go home and hang with my family for a year. I'll get sick of it, and then I'll come back to the football. But and it's cool. It's it's an interesting thing to think about Tom Brady not playing football anymore. Yeah, and like honestly, I kind of the fact that he is like, if he does retire this year, whatever, he's gonna go out as a forty-four-year-old quarterback who had pretty close to an MVP season if Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. 
yeah, easily has second. exactly easily has gas still left in the tank. But the fact that he is stepping aside from football for family, like I feel like that's like that's a really like I I really do respect that like as a decision because like as much as I hated him when he played for New England, seeing him go down to Tampa, I kind of have like I I, I had a change of heart because like he actually does seem like a very genuinely good person, and the fact that he is like showing like yeah I could easily do this for another like five six years, but like I've already missed out on so much of my kids' lives, like his kids are practically like grown up holding the Lombardi trophy like yeah. they have they have been so ingrained into football that like I'm sure that's like probably so hard for them to just like actually grow up so like for him to step aside and be like no I'm gonna be a dad now I'm gonna be the best dad ever whatever and, <laughs> and, and Tom Brady's kids are still quite young considering how old he is um if you think of other old like older athletes like LeBron James LeBron James's kids are quite old like Bronny's a senior in high school I think or a junior um, Bryce is entering probably freshman year. I mean, he's the one really young um, daughter. But besides that, like his kids are relatively like old. Tom Brady's kids, I think, are pretty much like maybe early high school, late middle school age. Um, and I think there's a step a step ch- child in there with his um, wife Giselle. So like, I think his kids are like relatively still at an age where like he would still like to be present with them. Um, and I mean, I, I I respect it because it's not easy when you are prepping all week then you come back on monday and you've been hit all week so you're sore and then you have to like if you're traveling like say you have a london game or something you got to go overseas to london come back and it's a lot of time away and it gets harder and harder you got to spend more time in that gym when you're uh when you're a lot older so hats off to him for a great career but i think with the last couple minutes how we have left we'll do a quick round of predictions for the playoffs this weekend so the rams will be playing the 49ers in the nfc championship at six o'clock on Sunday, and then on three o'clock on Sunday, I think the Chiefs will be playing. Well, I know the Chiefs will be playing the Bengals. So we'll start with Raj. Raj, what are your quick predictions for this weekend? As I said in the extra cycle, I said that the Bengals are going to make a long run in this, and I'm still hammering the Bengals beating the Chiefs, and I I have the Rams beating the Niners, but the Bengals, I they're going to make the Super Bowl. Peter. So, I here's what, here's what, here's what I'm thinking. I love the Bengals. I want them to win, but with the way the Chiefs have been playing, I don't know how a beat up Bengals defensive line is going to be able to hang with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, all firing on all cylinders. So it's going to be a shootout. And I'm I'm absolutely sure that Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty is going to be able to keep up with Jamar Chase and all of his weapons. Don't worry. But I I just I think the Chiefs are going to win. I want the Bengals to win. I want to make that very clear. I think I think everybody in the country outside of like Missouri wants the Bengals to win. Besides Jacob because he hates them because he's a Steelers fan. But you know whatever. Um, but yeah, I do think the Chiefs will end up winning. And then ugh, Rams Niners. That's tough. I think the Rams are going to win, but I'm not entirely certain. I do think like, I wouldn't be too surprised if the 49ers did upset them because of how well they've looked or how well they played uh, against some really good teams and they've just really been getting hot. But I do think the way the Rams have also been playing kind of like they did beat Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay. They are finally playing up to their potential and their potential is really, really good. So I do think the Rams are going to end up 
Yeah, um, I'm next to my screen, so I'll just go. I think the Chiefs are going to destroy the Bengals. I don't think it will be a close game. Um, if you, like, respectfully, I know that they, Jamar Chase hung a big game up on the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. The Bengals have scored in the last two playoff games 19 points against the Titans and, 20, and 26 points against a crappy Raiders team that did not play well. They are going to need to score 30-plus points to beat the Chiefs. So unless the Chiefs' defense completely folds, the Chiefs are going to destroy them. The Bengals' defense is not particularly good. Their offensive line is not good. Chris, jo- Chris Jones is going to get right after them. I, don't, I, don't, I really do not think this is, game is going to be close. If it is really close, or if the Bengals win, you can come back at me. But I look at a 19-16 game against the Titans, and I'm, the, Chiefs are not going to, the Chiefs are going to score over 30 points in this game. So you're going to need the Bengals to score 30-plus points. And the last time they scored 30-plus points was when they played the Chiefs a couple weeks ago um, when their defense was a little bit banged up. They don't think they had Tyron Matthew for that game. Um, and they just, like, Bengals, like, I mean, their offense is really good, but, like, they have a lot of games this season where they've scored around mid-20s, which is cool. But you're going, like, Patrick Mahomes averages 30 points in every single playoff game he plays in besides, like, the Super Bowl games. So... Again, I don't see the Bengals scoring any points. And I'm going to take the Rams. I've been rolling with the Rams most of the playoffs. I thought they would lose the NFC Championship game to the Packers. Except now an inferior football team is in their place. So I really don't think that... Um, I don't think the 49ers are a better team than the Packers. Um, Packers folded. They always fold. Um, that hurts me because I, I do enjoy watching the Packers play football. But I think the Rams and Chiefs are going to win. I mean, I think they're the easy picks. There's a lot of like really easy... I feel like these picks this week are pretty easy. Like, who should win? And who would you kind of, like, I don't think anyone would be shocked if the Rams and the Chiefs won. Like, I think talent-wise and, like, experience-wise, it's pretty clear. But, like, it's like, oh, the 49ers have beat the Rams the six, like, last six times. That's a little, like, that's, like, everyone's kind of, like, deferring from the Rams now because they're like, oh, this is a little interesting. Yeah, Shanahan and, has McVay dialed in. <laughs> like, yeah, he knows and, his game plan. And if the Bengals didn't beat the the uh, Chiefs a couple weeks ago, like four or five weeks ago, no one would be thinking this game's going to be a contest, but it's only because Jamar Chase had like three touchdowns, 250 yards of receiving that anyone thinks this game is going to be competitive and that the Bengals have momentum. So yeah, I'll take Chiefs Rams, not flashy, but I expect both games are going to be, I think Chiefs win by 15 to 20 points. And I think that the um, Rams will win by like a little over a touchdown. Hey, you're giving us the money line too. <laughs> That's wild. All right, Jacob, what are you thinking? I agree with what you were saying earlier. Um, I do think that the easy picks would be the Chiefs and the Rams. Talent wise, they are the better teams. Um, and Chiefs wise, you know, I'm going to take that. I think that the Bengals will be able to school, score, um, you know, relatively well. Because um, I don't think the Chiefs' defense is all that. I mean, Daniel Sorensen is awful. He's so bad. Um, like they, I really just don't think that the Chiefs' defense is um, like aside from Tyron Matthew and Chris Jones. Okay, and like I would say that they're, they're just kind of a very like below average defense. Um, but I still think that the Chiefs' offense will be able to score. I think that. Um, they probably won't face as much resistance as they, um, you know, could uh, from Bengals defense. But with the Ra- the Niners uh, Rams, I said it on the um, 
I did a bit. Uh, what I had you did not. You did not say the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl on the podcast. Yeah, no, I did say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to um, go to the Super Bowl and win. That age but well. I did say that the Niners were going to go to the NFC Championship and lose to the, to the Buccaneers. With that being said, I'm riding with the Niners. I've been riding with the Niners, and I'm going to continue to ride with the Niners. So it's going to be a rematch from a couple years ago. Chiefs versus Niners. And I guess we'll have to see, uh, you know, when if the game is finished. If it is a rematch, but both is going to be out for blood. It's a, it's a rematch <laughs> either a rematch. way. It's a rematch go, either I'm way. I'm riding with the Niners again if there's a rematch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a rematch whoever comes out of the NFC if, if the Chiefs come out. Yeah, because then it's, uh, it's going to be the rematch of the greatest game ever played in the regular season. Of the Chiefs versus the Rams. Didn't the, yeah. Chiefs play, didn't the Chiefs play the Rams in the Super Bowl with Jared Goff? No, no. that was the regular season game. Where it was like 54 Yeah, no, sorry. That was when Tom Brady played for the Patriots. I was like, I know yes. the Rams were in the Super Bowl, but yeah, the, yes. okay, yeah. That was the year that the Chiefs lost in that overtime AFC championship game. It all comes full circle. <laughs> all right, yeah. Andres, your takes? All right, so. I have the Rams winning. Got to ride with my boy Aaron Donald all the way. Yes. in Pitt. So, got the Rams winning. Then I really, for the culture, I want the Bengals to win. I really want the Bengals to win. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs are like that. But, you know, March Madness last year, I had Oklahoma State winning it when everyone had Gonzaga winning it. So, I'm going to have to say I want the Bengals to win this, and I think that they will. They're going to pull through. I love a good underdog. And I don't want to go be clear that way. I have something here. I want. I want to. I want to be the odd one out here once again, like for March Madness. Okay, but just to be clear, you did say during the March Madness saga that Cade Cunningham was going to be the next Luca, and that you said that Oklahoma State was going to win the entire, like the championship. They did make it to the championship. Gonzaga did. I'm going to come in here real quick. I'm going to come in here. There's no way we're getting into this right now. Before before anyone said anything, the next legal thing was a meme. But I had had faith that Cade was actually going to go crazy that tournament. He he did the exact opposite. Yeah, uh, I'll defend Andres a little bit. Cade Cunningham has looked good this year. So don't don't hate on Cade Cunningham. Listen, I don't. Next, Luca is bold stuff, but Cade Cunningham yeah, was, could be could be very nice. So I'm like, don't be hating on it. Give him, give him two years. But he um, had a terrible take. It was a terrible take. No, but <laughs> it was I, a joke. Take that one. This this weekend should be fun. I think it would. I think a lot of scenarios would make people happy. I think if any if the Bengals made the Super Bowl, everyone would be cool with that. I think if there was like a Chiefs not a Chiefs Rams uh, game, everyone would be hype about that. So like. I think the only scenario would be like a Chiefs 49ers. People kind of be like, eh, like who cares? But otherwise, I think any other matchup is awesome. So, should be a fun football weekend. And then we'll almost be done talking about football on the podcast because then we'll have uh, because then we'll have the Super Bowl that we'll talk about. And that's it. Oh, but don't worry. They'll have March Madness. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, It's great. We'll talk about the brackets. Let's switch it over. Maybe we can talk about the NBA for once. Yeah, Yeah, you're back. Like the the best player, like Paulo Benchero is the next LeBron in that <laughs> discussion. Oh my god! I'm shocked you know one college prospect. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of am too. <laughs> all right, boys, we got anything else for the podcast today? I think I'm good. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank everyone for watching uh, the fifth episode of the podcast. Um, I hope you hope you enjoyed, and I guess we'll see you next time. Go Bengals.
Peace.